Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. On today's Rutherford Issues, we're catching up with our friends from the Center for the Arts. I have a feeling this is going to be a wild show. I just don't know why. <laughs> well, and, and the reason I say that is Denise is always wild. <laughs> He's got your number. <laughs> and Patience is about halfway through her coffee yeah. for the morning. So. <laughs> a venti. No <laughs> Yuppers. Uh, and we also have Tabby on the phone who... Um, I, you know, just with that last name, Loyal, you know, you must have fun. So He asked me if you were um, Taylor's hu- uh, wife, and I said, absolutely. absolutely Dynamic yeah, duo. Right yeah, and then I said, I'm so sorry. But that's <laughs> <laughs> so, Miss Patience, what are we talking about today? Well, um, we have Denise and both both Denise and Tabby on to talk about our Center Stage Academy youth classes. They are currently, um, I believe we're midway through the winter session right Mm now. Um, Denise is our Director of Education and Tabby is our um, Development Manager, but she's actually teaching an art class and she's been doing it for the last few sessions and Denise is here to, she has some exciting news about our next um, spring classes. We're going to announce them officially this morning on your radio station. Wow. That's awesome. We hold we hold it for you. Well, that that's great. I, I feel honored. <laughs> now I feel bad about saying that you were too caffeinated, but no, they they know when they see this, they're like, and she's not going to shut up today. <laughs> so things have been going well, I guess. Yes, right? yes, they have been. They've been running very smoothly, very well. We're back in session again for our winter session. We're doing an, a play this time. We're usually our production classes musicals, but we decided to really work on acting. And another reason I decided that is after watching the kids learn songs and dances behind masks <laughs> and dancing their little hearts out, it's, it was a little bit tough, although they enjoyed it. But I said, let's do a play and let's work on acting. And they love it. So we're doing Tuck Everlasting right now. And that's going to be performed in March. Um, so my cast is great. They are learning really how to step into their characters, flesh it out, and how to really just dig into that acting ability which sometimes doing a musical they're really concentrating on dance moves and songs and everything and acting kind of gets maybe a little bit shoved in the corner for a while so this time we're really emphasizing that so it's been a lot of fun Um, we also have a class called murder under the big top that csa detective mysteries and so they're developing characters there is a murderer And um, they're just really learning the art of improvisation and developing characters because they all have to come up with their alibis. Uh, so that is a fun, it's a very comedic class, and they they really pick up their characters well, and it's hysterical. I enjoyed that. In fact, that class is tonight, and I'm looking forward to it. Oh, cool. Good stuff there. Um, so I wish I had a drum roll here. Tell us about what ha- what's happening in the spring. Well, in the spring, we're going to continue one more time with another play, and then we'll start our musicals hopefully in the summer or this fall. But we're going to do, drum roll, Little Women. And I love that story. Tuck Everlasting is very guy-heavy with the Tuck and Jesse and Miles and all those. But uh, Little Women, of course, is, is female-heavy. So <laughs> we're doing that one. Uh, we also have um, our minis class, and it's the one 
wonderful world of Disney and just introducing them. Of course, they know all the Disney characters, but how to, you know, develop story and be a part of that. Um, our musical theater class is a high school musical themed, so kids love that now that that high school musical is now a TV show as well. Can I just interrupt? When she was trying to describe these classes to me, I'm like, really? <laughs> high school musical is a thing? Like, wasn't that, I mean, is Zac Efron still playing? And she literally laughed at me just like that. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, you patience. <laughs> no, they rebooted it. I was like, oh, well, that's cool. Didn't know. Well, you know, the big song Driver's License is out with all the teen girls listening yeah. to that song and sobbing. And that's a high school musical TV show character song. So anyway. Well, but a high school musical, I mean, it's it's like, um, not vintage, but it's it's like older now. It you know? is, but no, there's a reboot. But now that, but the reboot is here, but I mean, it's it's been wildly popular yeah. forever. Well, it's a TV series now. Yeah. A high school musical, the musical series. I just, don't you feel old? Okay, sorry. That note. makes me feel old, well, is what I mean, I'm saying. Well, because I wasn't around for the high school musical. Like, I was an adult at that point, and now they've rebooted something that was a show when I was an adult. But they work with, it. I know. work with kids, and you'll always feel young. I mean, I feel like, oh my gosh. I know everything that's going on. No, I'm just kidding. Oh no, the patience has a TikTok. I don't have a TikTok. I'm the Tiki Talkie. That's <laughs> She's a TikToker. Yep. You're a TikToker? I don't post. I just watch because there are some very, very funny human beings on this planet. Mm. And I enjoy them very much on TikTok. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. If you're not on TikTok, then you're just not living right. I'm not on TikTok, but we have a improving your TikTok class. And I'm going to make patients teach that one. Dude, when she said that, I'm like, oh, do you want me to sign up as the instructor? Because... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. And so, then we have Tabby, who has done an art class for the past few sessions, and she is continuing it. And it keeps getting more popular and more popular. It so. does. I, you know, I'm not an artist, per se, where I cannot. Like, I try. I do things, and my mom thinks they're good. <laughs> She hangs them on the refrigerator. <laughs> anyway, so I wanted one, but then Tabby, you know, is an artist. And I just, the day that it's rung true, like, I hope, if she always wants to, I want her to teach, is I walk by. And the class was beautiful. It looked like something you'd see on TV. All the kids were sitting there, and they had their easels, and they're drawing, and there was beautiful music playing, and she's walking around. I'm like, can I sign up for this class? <laughs> yes, you can. It was real. Oh, it is, <laughs> oh. Yeah, so the art class right now, with um, the center being closed, the public for the most part, and the gallery being empty has really afforded us kind of an interesting luxury in that we have these blank gallery walls. So while the, the gallery is blank right now, I'm really like working with our artist students to work on displaying their art and creating their own spaces within the gallery. Um, so they can really like, you know, go to the next level of how to display and how to arrange. And then also just to step back from your work. You know, when we're working on something, we kind of stay very close to it. But when you step back and you can get that new dimension and see it on the wall and really see what's popping, what's not popping, your strengths and weaknesses, it's really been an interesting um, space to be able to teach them a new skill that we, we wouldn't have been able to if the gallery was open to the public and full of um, our community art. So I've really been able to take advantage of some of these COVID restrictions in a positive way. Well, I, I think about what i mean you're the development manager and did you ever think that you know hey i'm going to be teaching kids art <laughs> <laughs> well so i'm i'm kind of love too i have like one of those brains like i'm administratively sound but also I'm, i have an art degree and um you know just like working with my children to do projects and things and then starting at the center which is such like a passion for me like you know to be able to like work at somewhere where my skills and their mission just aligned and then seeing this children's program where I could step in and really work with students and get to teach art and 
you know, bring the joy of creation to others was really an, a great opportunity that I've just loved being able to take advantage of. So, Brian, I will say this, being at the center for five and a half years now, this is what I've learned. For three things, this is one of them. I haven't learned much. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, is that some people think that they're both an artistic brain and a, like a planner organizer administration. Like they're like, oh yeah, they tout both, both. It's very hard to find. Like me personally, I'm an administrative. I have absolutely no artistic ability unless it's able to cr- to find someone else's creative outlet and make that happen. Mm. Like I can do that. Um, but there are very few that could do both. And Tabby was one of those that I didn't believe her after she was there for about two or three months <laughs> that she was an artist and that she had a you know she had a keel at home, which is yeah. something you use for pottery. I didn't. Tabby told me that. Um, so I was like, nah. Because, I mean, usually it's one or the other, but there are a few people that have both. And I do not one. have both. Yeah. She is one. I do not have that. It's just like seeing a, a, an, an albino tiger. It's true. You know. But there are many people who think they do. That's my favorite part. Because, uh. you know, in the interview process, Denise but, is with me. But... T- Patience does have a creative side. You should see these like birthday parties she throws for kids and she decorates and does. I all live these vicariously things. through my children. Absolutely, but, so it's very creative. <laughs> and I do have an organizational side. With people. <laughs> my house is immaculate. Everything's in its place. <laughs> I just don't like administrative work. Oh. <laughs> that, you know what? That's the, that's very true, Denise. I'm smart enough to that. play dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. I feel like I may need to be Dr. Phil here. <laughs> I'm not forget. This is like what two months ago. I'm doing something Google Docs. You know, I'm the one who knows all the stuff and how to do stuff. And I'm just stumped. And Denise is, she's on Zoom with me. And she's like, do the three dots. And I'm like, what? You don't know? Just patience. Do. And she does it. And she complicated, almost like coding Google Drive. And I said, how did you know that? She's like, I know things. I'm like. Oh. <laughs> That's so dumb. I'm like, it doesn't take much. That, that impresses me. Get that? I'm impressed. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. We got off topic. It's okay. I told you this was going to be a hardship to steer today. Oh, Patience Long, Denise Barton, Tabby Loyal joining us uh, today from the Center for the Arts. So, uh, Spring uh, Academy, what do we need to do to sign up? Are signups available now? Yeah. So, um, we are working on the signups. They should go live either later this week or early next week. Okay. I will say this because of covid we do have limited spots um when normally our production class we have 60 to 80 we limit it to 10 to 10 to 20 now we do have two production classes next session but we've had had to turn children away so i would just say check our facebook um i mean our website borougharts.org and as soon as we have it live we'll put it right on the front page of the website and then you can register that way okay very good uh and um that that's when the spring start um in april 5th april 5th april 5th okay and um well and i'm assuming tabby's going to be doing some art stuff too maybe yeah yes. tabby talk about am, your class yeah yeah so we are going to um do a little bit of a different class this time usually i'll work on you know, taking an element of art and teaching the children kind of an art history lesson and then how to recreate something or use what van gogh has done in the past or picasso or you know it's kind of like classical art but we're going to do more of a craft-based um, session this time, kind of teaching students how to make their own like cool things for their rooms, those kits you see. Um, I find the kits, when you get them at those craft projects at Target or Michaels or wherever, you feel limited because of what's in there and what someone else has thought up for you. So I'm going to kind of teach them how to start from scratch to do um, like a dream catcher, like a, a yarn art project um, using yarn and learning to weave a macrame a little bit. Um, using Sharpies and alcohol to do a tie-dyed um, 
canvas for their rooms. So these things you can do um, pretty easily with just things you have laying around that can turn into something really beautiful. Yeah, aesthetics is a big thing with the kids right now. Everything is aesthetic, aesthetic this. So I thought that's going to be a good thing, you know, even for your own school notebooks and journals and stuff to be able to design your personality, your taste and make something Mm -hmm. really beautiful out of it. Very good stuff there. And so uh, signups in a week or so, just check borougharts.org. And you'll find all the information there when it's popped up there. And uh, that's for spring, which starts in April. Mm-hmm. And, again, these these are going to go really quick. It did this winter uh, session, it, didn't it? It did. We, yeah. we got filled up pretty quickly, mm-hmm. which is sad to us because we do want to reach and teach any child that wants to learn and, and really experience the arts. But, you know, we're being as safe as we can, and that means limiting new class sizes. Well, who knows what's coming after spring. Oh, come on. Do you have your Magic 8 ball out there? Can you tell oh, us? Here's what I'm going to know. Um, every time you guess, that's when it it doesn't go your yeah, way exactly. but i will say a lot of people ask like where we are at the center when are you going to start doing shows i see other people doing shows kind of you know that so what i tell people is as soon as it's safe to do so we will um and we are thinking you know we're going to do outdoor this tucker everlasting outdoors in march we're working on a fun ladies night out mother's day weekend outdoor performance in may and then maybe one more outdoor performance in july and then bring it indoors is what we're thinking around October-ish. Gotcha. Um, so I think that's pretty, I mean, I feel more confident with that guess than any guesses I've had in the past just because the vaccine is rolling out. I mean, they say mo- anyone who wants them should have them by then. So fingers crossed. And at that point, um, hopefully we'll be able to re-enter and you know october through december would be very busy for you guys i, oh, think, I would hope well i think we're <laughs> we're gonna start slowly because right. you know we did talk about like let's say october we really could have a show how long does it take to rehearse when do we get to know so we might it might be a little delay you mm-hmm. know because they might you know say large gatherings can start in september but that means that then we can start rehearsing and things so we'll just see but we're hoping october mm-hmm. we're hoping a big christmas show in december and we're hoping 2022 pretty much as normal is what we're hoping well that's good stuff yeah. uh, and and every week we get closer we get closer to knowing whether that's what we can do or try to push it back a little bit or whatnot so. yeah and i mean you know that the cases have gone down so yeah. much so it's a really it's positive yeah. it's going in the right direction yes so that's good well keep it going in that direction and uh you guys keep things going uh, anything else that that we need to mention here this morning um um we have an art gallery that's still online it's um we're still exhibiting tabby help me out the um it's creating during quarantine so works that were created from March to August of last year, where people were in that more intense lockdown to see what the artists were working on when we were all at home. Oh, okay. And uh, you can see that online. Online. Just go yeah. to borougharts.org. And um, any truth to the rumor that you may have some live TikToks online in some <laughs> soon? No, but if you go to my TikTok, you'll find very funny videos because I heart all my favorite ones. Oh. And I, I search high and low for my favorites. So. Okay. But I don't see, my kids always like, can we put this on TikTok? I'm like, no, children. I don't post. I just watch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe there's there's something down down the road, you know? Maybe a little TikTok competition or something. Oh, you never know. maybe so. Mm. That's a great idea. <laughs> Uh, Well, Tabby, uh, appreciate you joining us by phone. Patience and Denise here in studio. It's been fun. We'll do it again next time. Thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, that's our conversation with our friends from the Center for the Arts. Don't forget, check WGNSRadio.com under podcast if you missed any part of this fun show.